0: Are you ready to take another journey to discovering the greatness within? I'm your host, Jerome Bouveret, and I want to say welcome to the Motivated to Greatness podcast, where every week we are taking a journey to discovering the greatness within. Thank you for tuning in. Listen, we are living in uncertain times for many people today, and on this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about, and teach about how to change from a negative to a positive attitude. Listen, if you've watched the news or if you have uh, read a newspaper or if you've even gone on Facebook, Instagram, no matter what social media outlet it is, you realize that many are living in a state of panic. Many are living in a state of panic. And I want to share with you some things that I've researched and that I found out about this word panic. Now, it's very interesting to note that this word panic in the original Greek language, it means, literally means to choke. It means to choke. Like you were putting your hands around your throat and choking yourself out. Now, think about this. What happens when you choke? Well, when you begin to choke, the oxygen is cut off to your brain or your thought process, and you cannot think clearly. So this panic that is taking place in our society, it's literally an emotional choking, if you will. It's, it's a place where many are operating in, and what's happening is through this panic, they're literally emotionally choking and they're not able to think clearly. What many are lacking in is having a positive attitude because they're too busy panicking about what's going to happen. Many are living in uncertainty with the announcement Of the big three closing down for a period, restaurants are closed down, barbershops and salons and nail salons, all of these things are closing down and many people are living in a state of panic or a state of choke. And it's causing them, because they're not having the oxygen of life, if you will, it's causing them to not think clearly. And so I want to talk about for the next few minutes on what. It means to have a positive attitude, how to change from a negative to a positive attitude. And you may say, is this even possible, Jerome? Yes, even in these times, it is possible to have a positive attitude. See, a positive attitude really does uh, contribute, if I can use that word, to the success in life more than anything else in your life. I'm going to say it again. A positive attitude contributes to the success in your life more than anything else. Now, according to a Stanford research, uh, a Stanford, according to Stanford Research Institute, they did a study and listen to the listen to these statistics. This is so powerful. This is what they said. They said 87.5%, they found 87.5% of people's success can be traced to their positive attitudes. While just 12.5% of their successes come from their aptitude, their knowledge, and their skills. Did you catch that? 87% of people's success is traced not to their degree, not to their ability, not to their to their skill set, but to their attitude. Now, I give you scripture every week, and I'm going to give you scripture this week. Luke 12 and 25, Jesus said, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Proverbs 17 and 22 says, a cheerful disposition is good for your health. Gloom and doom leave you bone tired. So the scripture is telling us, number one, by worrying, what's it going to do for you? What's it going to add you? It's just choking you emotionally and causing you not to have clarity of thought. And then in Proverbs it said, a cheerful disposition, a happy heart is good for your health. Not just your physical health, but your emotional health. And gloom and doom is going to leave you bone tired. Listen, what can you do? What can I do? If my mind is weighed down by negative attitudes that are limiting our success, maybe you're saying, Jerome, I recognize that these negative attitudes are limiting the success in my life. What can I do in order to change the tide? What can I do in order to change from a negative to a positive attitude? Well, the first thing you can do is understand the power of an attitude understand the power of attitude if you allow negative attitudes such as what well, anxiety envy anger bitterness or pride if you allow these things to grab a hold of your mind those attitudes are going to lead you to a um, to make negative decisions that will affect your life in negative ways so if we allow these negative attitudes To grab a hold of our mind, we're going to make negative decisions that ultimately are going to affect the entirety of our life. But if you and I choose to develop and maintain positive attitudes, our life will become a positive life as a result of the positive attitudes that we carry. Listen, even when you encounter challenges and tragedies in life, which all of us are going to, and some are right now, encountering those challenges. When when we have a positive attitude, when we encounter these challenges, when we have these tragedies, you'll be able to deal with them successfully when you choose to approach life with a positive attitude. But you got to keep in mind this one thing, my friends, that changing negative attitudes to positive ones is not an instant event. You don't wake up just one morning and automatically have this thing down perfect. This literally is a lifelong process that requires one thing. It is a lifelong process that requires one thing, and that one thing is this, perseverance. Perseverance is what it's going to require, and you and I can ask God to help us each day. Because he's the ultimate example. You can ask Jesus to guide you. He is the ultimate example of how to live with a positive attitude. So so you've got to understand that the old, the first step to changing from a negative to a positive attitude is you got to understand the power of attitude. You have to understand how powerful your thought process is, how powerful your attitude is, how powerful it is to live in life with a positive attitude. Attitude. Benjamin Disraeli said this: nurture your mind with great thoughts, for you will never go any higher than you think. Did you hear what he said? Nurture, care for, feed your mind with great thoughts, because you cannot go any higher than what you think. So we have to understand the power of an attitude. Next, we have to respond rather than react. To unexpected change. Respond rather than react to unexpected change. Listen, change is going to happen. Change will sometimes surprise you. And when that change is negative, you may be drawn into a crisis. Now, when we talk about change, good change, and negative change is going to happen in your life. Listen, what's going on in our world right now is not a positive change. It, we Nobody can sit and say that this is a positive thing. No, this is a change that is negative, seemingly negative. And if you're not careful when that change comes and it's negative, if you're not careful, you're going to be drawn into a crisis. That's what we have happening right now. See, whenever that happens, Avoid reacting negatively and instead deliberately decide, deliberately decide to respond positively when a negative change starts to happen in your life. See, you need to keep in mind this one thing, my friend, that you cannot control situations or people, but you can choose how you're going to respond to situations or people. You can't control what people do, you can't control how things happen, you can't control the, the the things that are happening around you, but what you can do and what I can do is I can control how I react to those things. We need to have these five key, these five key things in place to help us respond to unexpected change in positive ways. Five things very quickly that you need to have In order to respond rather than react to unexpected change. First of all, you got to have hope. Somebody say hope. That's right. You got to have hope. Now, what is the definition of hope? The definition of hope is desire accompanied by expectation of or belief in fulfillment. It is desire accompanied by expectation of or belief in fulfillment. It means to expect with confidence and trust. So you got to have hope in spite of what's going on right now all around you. You've got to have hope. You have to see the light at the end of the tunnel, even if the beginning's been very dark. Maybe the middle's been very dark. But if you don't have that light at the end of the tunnel focus, you're never ever going to have full hope. So the first thing is you got to have hope. Secondly, you got to have faith in God. You say, listen, Bouverette, I'm not a, a church goer. I don't, I don't, I don't read the Bible. You got to have faith in God. You've got to believe that He is going to keep you, that He is going to hold you, that He is going to guide you, even in the darkest of times, even in the most difficult places. You need to understand that even in that place, He's still looking out for you. So you got to have faith in God. The next thing is you have to have a clear vision of what to do next. You've got to have a clear vision of, okay, this is where I've been, but what is my next step? What is the next thing that's going to happen? You've got to have a clear vision of what you're going to do next. Are you going to cower back and draw into the cave? Are you going to draw into the cave of depression? Are you going to draw into the cave of oppression? Or are you going to press through and say, I'm coming out of this thing victorious? So you got to have a clear vision. Next, you've got to have the, you've got to have the energy to do it you got to have the energy to execute the vision that you have you've got to have the energy that means maybe some more rest maybe taking vitamins exercising whatever you got to have that energy you got to build that mental man and that physical man up and the last thing in 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 that we need to do in order to respond rather than react to unexpected changes whenever it's possible for you You have to to change the troubling circumstances or the relationships and make the effort to do so. Sometimes you got to dis now. I know we're in social distancing right now, but I mean you gotta sometimes cut some people off for a season. Sometimes you got to remove yourself from the neg you got to hear me closely. You gotta remove yourself from the negative Nellies and the Debbie Downers. You've got to remove yourself from the situations. You've got to remove yourself from people at times because if all they do is talk negative, 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 down, 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 you are going to be tied into that. So sometimes you got to get around nothing but positivity. So you have to keep in mind, if we're going to change from a negative to a positive attitude, we have to respond rather than react to to, to unexpected changes. Zig Ziglar said this. I love this quote from Zig Ziglar. Your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. Your attitude, not your aptitude, is going to determine your your altitude. Next, you have to be accountable for your life. What do you mean, Jerome? What are you talking about? What do you mean be accountable? You have to let go of a victim's attitude because blaming others for what's happening to you whether it be from a divorce a a lost job listen blaming everybody else is not going to make your life any better you and i have to let go of the victim's attitude Maybe they did wrong you, and you were justified in it for a season. Maybe they didn't treat you right, or they spoke about you ways they shouldn't have. Listen, maybe for a season you were justified, but at some point in time, you have to remove yourself from the victim's attitude. You have to avoid self-pity and excuses for not changing your life. The only person that can make that determination for the change is you. Let me help you. God himself can't even help you unless you take the first steps. Remember what I always say. Faith is taking the first step to destiny even when you don't see the whole staircase. So you have to stop making excuses. Stop living in self-pity. self Realize that no matter what has happened to you in the past, you do have the power to change. You do have it in you to make the changes necessary. Focus on the promises to give you the strength that you need to grow and move into a better future and rely on that strength every day. Realize you have to be accountable for you. You can't blame other people any longer. You can't blame so-and-so. You have to say, I am taking the bull by the horns. I'm taking the reins of my life, and I am deciding today that I am no longer gonna play the victim. I'm no longer gonna live in what happened to me. I'm gonna move forward into what I can be. You have to focus on those promises. You have to push forward. Instead of looking inward, look outward to other people in need and obey God's call to help them. In the process, you'll start to feel better about your own life. Did you ever think of that? When you start helping others, even if you're going through, there's a principle here. There's something on the inside of you that clicks. And when you start helping other people, even if you're going through, all of a sudden you start to feel better about your life. Take responsibility for moving forward in the ways that you are being led to move and you'll see your life become more positive. You'll see your life start to change. You'll see those things start to shift when you say, I am taking responsibility for my own life. Mahatma Gandhi said this, it is wrong and immoral to seek to escape the consequences of one's acts. It is wrong and immoral to seek to escape the consequences of one's acts. In other words, Take accountability for your life. Next, if we're going to shift from negative to positive mindsets, from negative to positive attitudes, we have to examine our soul. What do you mean, Jerome? Examine our soul. You have to examine your soul. What is the soul of man? It is the mind, the will, and the emotions. You and I, if we're going to change from a negative to a positive attitude, we have to take an honest look inside of our soul to identify what specific types of negative attitudes are lurking on the inside of us. We have to look on the inside. We have to internalize and we have to say, what is in me that is not positive? We have to look at that. We have to look at maybe pride, fear, anger, sadness what about jealousy doubt resentment bitterness how about low self esteem all of these are negative emotions are negative uh, uh, aspects to our life that are not helping us with having a positive attitude each time hear me very carefully each time that you become aware of an unhealthy negative thought in your mind what you need to do is you need to give it up to the Father. You need to give it up to God and say, God, I'm releasing this to you. I'm letting go of this negative thought. I'm letting go of this low self-esteem. I'm letting go of this anger. I'm letting go of this jealousy. I'm letting go of this resentment and this bitterness and this doubt. I'm letting go of this. And then what you do is you ask the Holy Spirit to renew your mind so you can think the way that he wants you to think. The problem with many of us today is we have what I call stinking thinking. We have stinking thinking because we're not being controlled by the Holy Spirit. We're not allowing God to guide us. We're not allowing God to direct us. We're not allowing God to help us develop those positive attitudes and to fill our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions regularly with the joy that comes from serving him. See, through thought discipline comes self-discipline. I'm going to say it again. Through thought discipline comes self-discipline. Actions are a product of thought. So you act out the way you do. I act out the way I do because of the thought processes that I allow to take control in my mindset. So we have to take thought discipline so that we can become self-disciplined. So you have to examine your soul. Next, you have to forgive yourself and others. If you are going to shift from a negative to a positive mindset, you have to forgive yourself and others. See, you have to accept the forgiveness that God offers you for those negative thoughts, those negative attitudes, those negative actions. All of us have thought something. All of us have done something. All of us have gone places. All of us have have had situations in our life where we knew that God was not pleased. You cannot live under condemnation about that any longer. You cannot live under the enemy's hand of making you feel bad any longer for that. All of us have done things we're not proud of. And you and I need to accept the forgiveness that God offers you for those negative thoughts. We have to be faithful to God's call to forgive others who have wronged us. Let me make this statement. Forgiveness is the greatest gift that you can give to yourself. Forgiveness is the greatest gift that you can give to yourself. So no matter who has wronged you, forgive them. They may never ever come to you and ask for forgiveness, but forgive them. Release them out of your heart and say, "I'm I'm giving that up. I'm I'm forgiving you not for you but for me." See, doing so when you release that forgiveness, will release the poison of bitterness from your soul, which will flush out negative thoughts and negative attitudes and make room for positive attitudes to take their place. In the process, your stress levels are going to decrease and the amount of peace you experience will increase. Martin Luther King Jr. said this, We must develop and maintain the capacity to forgive. We must develop and maintain the capacity to forgive. He who is devoid of the power to forgive is devoid of the power to love. You have to forgive yourself, and you have to forgive others. It's time to let it go. You may say, but drum, you don't know what happened. You don't know what was done to me. You don't know what was said to me. You don't know what, said was, what was said about me. You're right. I don't know. But I do know this, the effects of it, if you continue to allow those emotions and that bitterness and that that hurt and that anger, if you allow that to continue in your life, you are their prisoner. You are their prisoner. So it's time to let it go. It's time to release that thing. So if you're going to change from a negative to a positive attitude, you have to forgive yourself and others. Next, you have to prepare for obstacles. You have to prepare for obstacles. It's inevitable that in this life that you're going to face difficult circumstances that can lead you to give into negativity if you don't prepare for them. So what you and I need to do is we need to spend time investing in practices that will help us develop new habits of positive thinking that will solidify positive attitudes in our life. When fear and discouragement begin to cloud your thinking, you need to pray for God to fulfill his purposes in your life and expect the results that you're praying for. With faith in God's sovereign power that he is able to bring you through, you need to prepare for obstacles. You need to have a life preparation plan, an LPP, have a life preparation plan. How am I going to handle this if this comes up? What am I going to do if this unexpectedly happens? See, when you need encouragement, spend time with encouraging people while avoiding negative ones. And you need to be patient when working to reach the goals you're inspired to achieve. Keep in mind that every obstacle you may may face pales in comparison to the power that is within you. Prepare for those obstacles. It is more difficult for something to take you by surprise if you're prepared for it. Next, learn to receive and give love. Learn to receive and give love. See, the more you can receive love and give it to the other people, the more positive your perspective on life will become. And you really need, you and I really need to ask God every day to help us see ourselves as he sees us. And we need to learn to base our identity on the fact that you are God's child. Pray for the Holy Spirit to manifest more love, more joy, more peace, more patience, more kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in your life. So that, that literally, my friends, we'll be empowered to love other people in the way that God wants us to love them. We need to learn to receive and give love. Many people out there today have a hard time loving others because they don't love themselves. They can't receive it. Because they don't know how to give it. Because they don't love themselves. The best person you can love is you. Start with you. See, the only way to make sure you're happy is to love and care for others. Even when they don't do the same. You got to spread love in the ways that you know how. Because the love you give is its own reward. So you need to love even those that you think are unlovable. You need to love yourself before you can love anybody else. Next you have to take charge of your thoughts. You have to take charge of your thoughts. Every day you need to you need to you need to say today I'm going to replace negative thoughts with positive ones. And practice thinking. What do I need to think about? You need to think about things that are true, things that are lovely, things that are honorable, and things that are positive. Think about all of these things until positive thinking becomes a habit. Do you know that you can develop the habit of positive thinking? You absolutely can do it. Just think if every day you woke up and made positive confessions every day over your life. From the minute you got out of bed, you started speaking positive things over your life. You got to take charge of those thoughts. David Amenke said this. Take charge of your life. The tides do not command the ship. The sailor does. That is such a powerful statement. Take charge of your life because the tides do not command the ship of your life. The sailor does. So you have to take charge of your thought process. And last but not least, transform from the inside out. What do you mean, Jerome, transform from the inside out? Release control of every part of your life from your relationships to your work. Release them to God and trusting him to guide you to do what's best in all of your decisions. As you abandon a self-centered life for a God-centered life, you'll find, my friend, that you'll be following God's guidance because you want to, not because you have to. See, your, your sense of hope will grow in this process, which will nurture positive attitudes in your life. So you need to transform from the inside out. I have found that people that are mean-spirited, people that are angry all the time, their face shows it. I, I, I tell people this all the time. When I youth pastored, I said this all the time. I said, are you happy? They'd say, yeah. I'd say, well, notify your face. <laughs> notify your face because your face ain't showing it. Transform from the inside out. Out and you'll begin to notice that when you start changing the thought process on the inside, when you start releasing uh, forgiveness to people, and you start walking in love, and you start walking with a caring nature, all of a sudden your exterior is going to show it. Your face is going to show it. Your eyes are going to light up more. There's going to be a different walk in your stance. You're going to be walking different. People are going to notice it. And when they ask you what's going on with you, you can say, "I am transitioning from a negative." to a positive attitude. Why? Because I am on the journey to discovering the greatness within. Listen, I need you to do me a favor. If you haven't done it so far, I need you to subscribe and follow this podcast. If you haven't done it, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button. And also help us grow, share, share, share about this podcast, because the more subscribers and followers we get, the more opportunities that we have to expand. So let's reach as many as we possibly can. We are on numerous, numerous platforms for people to listen to. So subscribe, follow and share. Next thing I shared this last time on the podcast, I'm going to share it every week. Something new and exciting for you, the listeners. Do you know what would it mean to you to once or twice a week, read, get, an exciting, empowering text. Not something long, but just a quick little word of encouragement. Well, you now can do that. You can receive M2G words of empowerment via text messages. There's just quick little short pick-me-ups during the week. Nothing long but encouraging. How do I get it, Drum? You need to text M, the number two, and then gm the number two and then G to 31996. And you'll receive weekly words of encouragement via text messaging. You'll be enrolled in the database. Again, M, the number two and then G to 31996. And also, you can go onto the website, www.kbif.info. K-B-I-F dot info and sign up right through the website. Listen, for more information on our ministry, maybe upcoming speaking engagements, because you never know, I might just be coming to an area near you, or maybe you have a topic that you'd like us to teach on. Go on to that website again, www.kbif.info on the contact session and shoot us an email. Shoot us a text message to the mobile number there so we can get those teaching opportunities and get into your ear gate what you would like to hear and what you need to be taught on. Listen, until next time, my friends, don't forget to subscribe, share and follow and take time today to discover the greatness within.